The sacred writings of the Baha'i Faith teach that music is a ladder for the soul. My name is Jack Gordon, and I'm host of Interfaith-ish. On this ongoing series of conversations that I'm calling Soul Ladder Music, I invite you to climb with me as you hear songs and stories from a diverse array of musicians who connect sound and spirit. My guest this week is Hungarian Ghanaian singer Sena Dagadu. Sena's life and music is a blend of eclectic sounds and cultural influences from both Europe and Africa, and she clearly embraces all those facets in her collaborations with musicians from both continents. In our conversation, we explore the healing properties of music and Sena's role as a bridge between her birthplace in Ghana and the home she's made for the past 20 years in Hungary. Enjoy my conversation with Sena Dagadu. Do a little dance for the man name. And a big shout out to my girls. Singing like a national anthem. From Ghana with love to the world. Do a little dance for the man name. And a big shout out to my girls. Singing like a national anthem. From Buddha with love to the world. Hotty, fatty, bratty, natty, chatty, cocky, like it, love it, or let me go. Reggae, rocking, rhythm, trapping the bass, the pop, so I hit him with a bad guy flow. Now let me enter the scene and take the whole vibe higher. Let me give you what you need. I got the energy, I'm like a bonfire. Ghana with it, so make you know as you say we they play all day. We they grind for that dollar, trying to make it rain. Oh yeah, feel it when I'm stepping out of the room. Cause flame and fire in the boot. They gon' need to come and build another roof. Walls can't take the force of what I do. I got it. Kill it when I step in out of roof. Cause flame and fire in the boot. They gon' need to come and build another roof. Walls can't take the force of what I do. I got it. Where in the world are you? Well, I am at a friend's house on the shores of the Danube. I'm here with my kids and my husband and some musician friends. Um, oh, great. On, the, on the one day I've been near the water the whole summer. So <laughs> <laughs> you've been you've Finally. been inland the rest of the time, huh? Have you been touring? Yeah, we've been doing a lot of travels and lots of gigs and rehearsals and closed spaces and festivals and stuff like that. So it's been it's been that kind of summer, usual summer, which is good. I saw that you you did a, a, on your Facebook page that you had some sort of a big performance. I I didn't quite understand exactly what it what it was. Something about forty. Um, that was the f- uh, the 40th anniversary of a rock opera called um, Istvan Okirai, King Stephen. It is basically the story of the what do you call it? Alamalapitash, the creation of the Hungarian the republic really it was oh, the, okay. from the arpa times it has many renditions in theater and um that's so cool and uh and this was a really big um what do you call it like a anniversary celebration of of the rock opera we did three full house shows that's 12,000 people per show wow 1000 square meter stage huge huge big live tv it was really exciting like a very oh, big man. Thing. And I had one one part. I was the the shaman, <laughs> and uh, okay. I have one song that I I I sang 
um, asking the gods for answers and blessings and and whatnot. And uh, it was epic. It was really, really cool project and very big honor to be invited to something like that. You know, it's like a yeah, national yeah. treasure, this whole opera. So it's it's like it's a big deal kind of thing. Oh, that's so awesome. Have you have you yeah. done big theater productions like that before? No, not like this. This this was huge. <laughs> this, yeah. No, not like this. I mean, I did. I was part of the theater groups in high, you know, middle school and whatnot. But yeah, no, no it's a little bit on, of a no. step up from there. Yeah, this is a whole different ball game. Yeah, but it was wow. very exhilarating and a, a lot of fun. And actually, so you're from this mixed Ghanaian and Hungarian family. Where where did you grow up, and where did you spend most of your time? Well, I was born in Ghana and uh, I grew up there. I spent um, the first 18 years of my life basically in Ghana, living in Ghana. Mm. I did travel uh, from there uh, to Hungary and not just to Hungary, here and there where my parents had friends. They handed me off one or two summers in England and and a few places. Uh, but I was born and raised properly in Ghana. And where do you spend most of your time these days? Well, now I live in Budapest or technically right on the border of Budapest in a town called Budakesi. Uh, I've lived in Hungary over 20 years now. So now more than half my life, I've been actually living in Hungary, um, starting my family, having my kids and, you know, owning my home and things yeah, like this, yeah. do, doing adulthood uh, in Hungary. So, uh, but I'm I'm still a bit of a back and forth person. I like to spend at least a month or two in Ghana every year. I have family there, my mom, uh, my siblings, and uh, loads of childhood friends. And so I spend mostly uh, my winters in Hungary, which is one thing I've not really gotten used to. <laughs> and I, I don't even really want to. So usually yeah. when January hits, I, I end up going back to Ghana and um and just to infuse the reason why we're we're, we're talking i never s actually studied music per se <laughs> but i ended up kind of finding myself in the underground music scene in hungary quite mm. quickly once i had moved here and um and i've been making music ever since um it is my main occupation somehow which is amazing and crazy and hilarious and um and uh and really funny and fun at the same time and uh and that has also be been in ghana like i once i started going back and forth between ghana and hungary it just started mixing with music as well. Like it, I just started immersing and finding the spaces and the people that, you know, inspire me and connect with me. And so I live a, a double edged musical life right. <laughs> on, right. on two continents. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Children so they might grow. Oh, oh. Play for the children so they might grow. Oh, oh. Play for the children so they might grow. Oh, oh. Play for the children so they might grow. Oh, oh. Play for the children so they might grow. Oh, oh. Play for the children so they might grow. O
for my mother, father, and brother. Pray for my friends and my sweet sister. Play on the stage or in the shower. Let the rhythm and the love guide my melody. Tell me a little bit about some of the musical influences that you had growing up. What was playing in your household? What what did your parents introduce you to? Well, my, our household was really um, eclectic. I mean, my mom was an avid music listener from 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 childhood, and she moved to Ghana when she was nineteen, twenty years old, and she came. Oh, with she's her the Hungarian record. in the in the couple. Yeah, my mom is the Hungarian wow. in the couple. Wow. But okay. She's, she right. still currently lives in Ghana. Uh huh. And uh, so she came with her record collection of. Um, even the rock opera I was talking about, the the double LP of that, she had that there. She listened to a lot of classical music, a lot of um, contemporary, like, you know, the Beatles and, I don't know, Sting and the Police and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and, and things like that. But a lot of Hungarian contemporary music also um, and all the classical music influences all from my mom's side. And uh, so there was a lot of eclectic mix of music from my mom. Uh, my father also was a, he was quite the traveler. He was a petroleum engineer and, uh, and went to quite a few countries, um, you know, throughout his life and everywhere he went, he brought back something music or as we got older, we would tell him to record MTV, you know, put in a VHS and record <laughs> while he was at a conference or something. So he'd go to the conference and press record and we'd get all these, you know, videotapes of MTV and and things like the VH1 and and whatnot and he was an avid soul guy so um, we heard a lot of Barry White and Percy Sledge and you know the classic um, soul classics my dad was a classic soul guy and at the same time in Ghana I grew I was born in the 80s early 80s and um, and you know Ghana has a strong high life right. um, musical vibe. And my parents being as they are, my mom is an artist, my dad is an intellectual or was an intellectual, <laughs> but they they love music and they love parties. And so we heard a lot of your, I mean, from your classic Osibisa to 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 more local, um, less known <laughs> bands. And we went to a lot of live music performances. My mom uh, is a, was a bit of a, or still is a, like a amateur anthropologist. She travels mm. a lot. To, for lots of festivals, to discover music, to discover arts, beads, pottery, every kind of thing was interesting to her. So we spent a lot of time listening to traditional music bands and groups and troops as well here and there. So one of the major influences I still find in my life is like a, it was a, a band called Mustafa Tete Adi and his, his band. He had lots of sons and they had a big band and they played in a, every Sunday they would have a concert at a place called Kokrobite, not far from Accra. Hmm. And uh, that I can still hear the drums in in <laughs> in my in my chest and in my head. Right, yeah. this is when I was I was a young child, so that was very captivating to me.
and so like really and truly our house was a melting pot my brother uh, who's uh, you know 10 years older than me he brought reggae into the house so like he was the peter tosh jimmy cliff bob Marley um guy and i was the youngest in the household so i would really just take what everybody was listening to and right. you know and and play it and my sister brought the hip hop cuz her friends she's a couple of years older than me so they started listening to Snoop Dogg and Biggie and and um and Wu-Tang and all these things way before i i did and then i would get the tapes and i would listen to them and she started getting mixtapes done by DJs in Accra cuz you know that times you could there was no virgin mega store in Accra so you'd find a DJ <laughs> Right. Who would you know they would they would make tapes for you you would tell them yeah. what style you wanted can i have some i don't know aliyah and timbaland and then they would make a that kind of r&b hip-hop mix for you or dance hall lady saw beanie man it depends on what you wanted and they'd make all these tapes for you so a very very mixed very i i basically i just ate everything that i found in the house i i just listened to everything and I mean, anything. it sounds like s- such a great, colorful childhood to be having all in ingesting all of these influences. And it was, it was, and it's now that I'm realizing how lucky I am for that. Because I mean, here I am now. I'm I'm well into the like the middle of my life, and um, and I'm realizing now what a what a very colorful and very mixed upbringing I had musically, even without, you know, schooling and 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 whatnot. I, I just had access to so much music. Gotta get going cause the boat's on the river. Nobody wanna miss this one The wind's gonna howl and it's gonna make a shiver Better grab a cover or a blanket, son Now the weather might turn really cold and bitter And the moon might be your restless one You gotta be fast if you wanna be a winner Here we go, we go, hey You gotta get going cause the boat's on the river 
This type of fluidity between identities, between different pieces of yourself and taking, you know, different elements of the music that you like and blending it into what it is that you're you're doing. It sounds very much a a, uh, a part of 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 who you are naturally, you know. I'm I'm curious for you, you know, having been in Ghana and then moving to Hungary, having gone back and forth between those places, these seem like two places that are just so far apart that they're such a far distant apart. What would be they some are. of the <laughs> the the main differences, but also the similarities that might surprise people between Ghana and Hungary? Well, that's a that's a funny one or or, or a good one. Um, well, main difference is, I, it's difficult to, I'm trying not to be like very blasé about the fact because I, I know how, how, um, special a thing it is to be able to travel between continents. Not a lot of people get to do that in their lives. So I'm, I, I'm tempted to say, well, it's Europe and it's Africa. It's, you know, it's completely <laughs> different, but that's not an explanation. That's just, you know, that's being, um, a bit too blasé about the whole thing. Well, uh, musically, major differences, I would say, like, for example, I'm sitting here in a house uh, with a young 30-something-year-old um, keyboard pianist guy who has um, gone through university-level uh, music, um, music learning. And I would say that here, for example, in Hungary, there's a lot of educa music education, like theory and, and, and practical music education from the classics, you know, rooted in the classics and whatnot, which gives a whole different perspective on music. Like in Ghana, a lot of people that I work with or a lot of musicians that I meet are either unlearned on, on that level, or very few of them are. The, the musical education is a whole different, there's a more, um, I would say, street or organic or 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 um autonomous teaching of of sure. music in ghana mm -hmm. um and and that also breeds a different approach to making music obviously you know like there are okay. whole different ways of looking at um how to get to a, a piece of music uh from front to end um and obviously the, the the styles of music too the rhythms the 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 melodies they are different they are they are, they are from different worlds you know like uh, you, some of the rhythms that we play in Ghana i'm a rhythm oriented person as well you know i like rhythm we like drums we like kicks we like kick 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 kick, right, right. kick, kick, kick. you know there's a <laughs> there's a rhythm that that is part of the fabric of life uh, in Ghana, that is completely different to the rhythm that you have here. Here you have the the two four, you know, to get to get. It's a it's a so different rhythms, different different pace of life, and different way of looking at it. But at the same time, my husband and I um, started a little project where we we had hungarian musicians and ghanaian musicians put together for a for a festival like a, a a thematic event in in ghana and what we did was we had folk musicians from hungary meet folk musicians from ghana and then we had hip hoppers from accra and uh, hip hoppers from from hungary and nice. we had these little pockets of people that we put together for a few days and ended up doing a, a four hour show with everybody's end result. Wow. 
Okay. And for this, for well, the, here I want to accentuate the similarities. It was really the smoothest thing we had ever done. There mm. was so it was so palpable the the ease with which the folk musicians worked together. The traditional music from Ghana and the traditional music, but they spoke the same language, although they spoke completely different languages. They worked so well, and and everybody found. The music was the common language, even though it's a lot different. So, so I would it's it seems on the surface that there's so much that is different, and at the same time, it is the exact same thing that connects everybody together. It's it's the it's it's the it's the same language, you know. Yeah, that, yeah. That we speak at the end of the day, it's just self-expression and and expression of emotion and feeling and. I think Hungary and Ghana, for me, what I find uh, very similar is that they are very deep feeling peoples. Mm. Hungary too has this deep, old, dark, and emotional attitude to life, you know. And and Ghana is a bit more happy, <laughs> you know, if you compare uh, yeah. spirit wise, but also very deep, very anchored into the I don't know the universal spirit or what you want to call it and um and this 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 connection to emotion is is also that is probably why the the language of music works so well between the two countries if you ask me Giving us becomes the heat that drives us on Begin to see before you lose control Our talia's gotta be tough like an ox's bone Travel the world to touch ground 
on a thousand shores And take it all in with open pores Complications that you're putting into all of your chores Begin to suck out the life of you living you saw Precious time is wasted and as long as gone By all means gather courage, begin your song The journey that you've chosen is the hardest one But don't begin by thinking that you're going to come undone Gotta be fast like a lizard in the midday sun Meet your nemesis and tell him that you're not gonna run Don't bend down even if he is the devil's son Make your hay while the energy's available, son You get your powers from God, so go and tackle it The backups all around you One big battalion of friends around you Got your angels and armor to come aid and guide you Why fear? The light is inside you, mind you The track is dotted with minds that are meant to harm It'll be a long time before peace of mind will find you But a child of the skies is alive to wisen up the people Be bold, wake up and be strong And take hold, Charlie Listen to your instincts and start to nurture it Whatever be your mission, you are fit to prove, Charlie You've got the aura of a champion bull You're a creator and your magic is cool Even if you didn't learn it in no school The owner of your soul is by all means you Take a chance and dance to your time and your tune Let's talk a little bit more about your music. One of the songs that you selected, You Know Ready, this is definitely one of my favorite songs of yours from your album Feathers. What's the type of mood and feeling you were looking to capture when you created this song? Funny enough, the first time, um, this song is like a second rendition of of the verse, the the lyrics that I wrote to that. Um, I first wrote that uh, verse. I was asked by two Hungarian producers, collective called the realistic crew they asked me to write uh, a verse to one of their their musics good few years ago i don't i don't remember when and um and i remember i struggled with that verse like it took me no joke it took me almost two months to write it i was always unsatisfied i have to i had to go back and forth with each line and it really was a it was a struggle to write but it ended up being one of the most fulfilling things I've ever written to myself. Wow. <laughs> you know, it was wow. so yeah. empowering at the end, and I was glad that I I went through it and and really gave it the time um, that I felt it needed to be that kind of. It, it's really a, a note to self <laughs> uh, and yeah. a reminder to be to be strong and and pull through. And it, I think it that's why it also took me so long to write that it really it it taught me the lesson within writing itself and so it ended up being one of my favorite verses to 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 perform to to sing to say to myself to to quote myself um anyway so we did that and and uh released it on a on a small um release uh, with realistic crew that didn't really go anywhere and then i started playing with the live band the center band and um and i just wanted to say i just wanted to perform those lyrics and uh we have the the trumpet player medesh adam had this really sick weird vibe with the trumpet you know yeah and he he started doing that and and the you know ready chorus just kind of came and 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 then I was like, oh, this is this is perfect. I don't know, it fits. It it fits. I'm just gonna do it. And on the release, I I almost didn't release it because I was like, well, I've already released this lyrics. It's kind of weird to have it released on another thing. And all the guys were like, no, 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 don't even, don't even. And I'm so glad I re-released it actually because it um yeah, it's one of the most empowering things I I I get to say on stage, and I yeah. I love it. I absolutely love it. That confidence is clearly something that I hear you bring to every song that you're on. 
So where do, where does that confidence come from? Where has that has that sense that self assuredness been part of your personality since childhood? No. <laughs> <laughs> you fooled no. me. You fooled no. me. Probably because I I say it like that because I've been trying to teach myself, and uh, yeah, I I guess you 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 say it to yourself until it becomes true, right? That's what That's they right. say. Like That's you repeat right. it yeah. enough times, and you believe it yourself and uh and self-confidence and and just yeah not just self-confidence but being sure in in who you are and where you are and why you are has been on my mind a lot <laughs> over the years and um and yeah i think i've just been trying to teach myself and trying to manifest it and so i've been i've been speaking it to myself in 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 not just one song but in yeah. in multiple ways just so i get to believe it and it it seems to be working though i'm i'm starting to get to the point where i am thankfully feeling um confident enough to to you know to stand out and be like hey I did that and then um, I'm doing it still, <laughs> you know, so yeah. it works. It's a good trick. How to fool what? yourself, <laughs> you know, how to fool yourself into confidence. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. What, what, what have been some of those things that you struggled with as a young person that you were trying to push away through your art? Oh, wow. Almost everything. Like I, for a long time, this um especially probably because i found myself in such wonderful musical circle circles mm. of very well educated musicians and uh i always had this feeling like i'm a i'm a you know this kind of imposter syndrome like what am i okay. even doing here why am i here i have no idea they're like yeah we're gonna do this in a d key and i'm like yeah i've got a house key i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> you know so <laughs> so just this there, there was that at first that kind of made me feel always a little bit you know self conscious and 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 not that at ease and and also just the life journey of of being a young mixed race person anywhere in the world even in Ghana mm. or in Hungary trying to discover myself my identity what i relate to what grounds me it's 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 a it's it's a constant it's a constant thing, you know, <laughs> I think yeah. in, in anyone's life, but especially if you're a writer or you, you express emotions and you make music, you have to face these questions and these feelings and, uh, and kind of work your way in them, around them. And, uh, these are things that I've, I've, I've played around with and, and thought about and written about throughout my, my, my life really. And uh, it's a it's a lot to write, you know. <laughs> it's yeah. a lot to think about. Yeah. It's a lot to write. Just discovering who you are in in the world, and uh, for me especially, like just trying to find where my axis is in in this mm. mixed world that I am, and and believing in the axis and standing in it, and and still being able to sway and belong to both worlds, and still be my own person, and um, and find things that are worth communicating it's um yeah it's it's a lot of topics and it keeps me well occupied i guess
Tell me about this song, uh, Damn Right. I, I love the meditative quality in this song. What are the elements that you're playing with here, particularly on the themes that we were talking about? Yeah, with Damn Right, it was one of the first um, things that we wrote while we started this Dagada project in the when the COVID hit. So I found myself really gravitating towards a lot of repetitive sounds and mantra-like um, vibes. And yeah. so that also just starts off with this kind of incoherent mantra. I'm not saying anything, but just enjoying the sound of of those bubbly bees. And um, and I think that's where I started to really play with this kind of mantra-esque, more relaxed vibe. And um, and really, it's the, the the lyrics kind of say it all. Damn right, I'm struggling, but still I keep my head up. It's it was especially you know in COVID, everything changed. Everything was weird, and I had also just had a baby, and uh, mm. we had tours cancelled with our band Iron Mafia, and there was a lot of there was a, there was a lot of just struggle of understanding what the hell is going on around me, in me, and around me. The whole world was. Was, it was like the whole world has gone nuts, you know? Right. And so it was about struggle, but yet still finding myself. But still I keep my head up, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out there and see what's out there, find out, you know, like it, it felt like I was a discoverer going for a walk in the forest because everybody would be yeah. so cautious and whatnot. So it was just a, another affirmation, I guess, of, of, of just still go out there there's nobody outside but still go <laughs> you know yeah. go out there and do what you need to do and um and my friend Wallasi, who i have really loved and enjoyed working with he's also a very special person and i think i'm also caught i started to connect with him a lot because he's also an every person that's my my father's tribe is uh he's he's also an every uh, person and I don't speak the language, but I've always felt this I don't know attraction to the to the culture and the language. And he okay. sings a lot in Ewe, and uh, I really enjoy the energy he's bringing to contemporary Ghanaian music. He's doing something very different than what yeah. the pop Afro pop culture dictates. And so we, I I felt immediately like it is something that he resonates with because we have the same. I don't, I don't like to use the word spiritual vibe, but he, he, it's like when you speak spirituals as well, you have this, this sure. energy, there's a, there's an energy that I felt like he can give, uh, and, and add to, and, uh, and he did. And it's really, it's, it's almost like a, a mantra or a prayer for, for self to, to remind you to just don't be afraid to discover, even if it looks like everything is shut down around you go yeah. out there yeah, yeah. feel the sensation yeah. and do it anyway Love for all the dogs that never doubted me I give them peace signs and in the meantime I don't let them bother me They be like, hey, who be that chick? She didn't feel big, she didn't rush I be like, okay, have it your way But I don't give a fuck I be on my journey, I be observing Road curving, I they blaze on I be on my hustle, filling up my duffel Now the dogs do they pay up Say say, then I slay slay Every day, day, cause I day form I know where I'm headed to, Charlie I know where I came from yeah. Yeah. 
Semina, 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 Alhamdulillah, you wanna blow in Africa? Bema, you can't be normal if you do or die. Pessy don't know they give you for fire and talk with public of no they fool my guy. Economy, they choke everybody except your daddy, be one of the guys. We didn't turn into well, who for the movies when I take me to fly go Dubai. I don't go rest until I make it sick of mommy and poppy, know they alive. That be a pain I to live with, pain I to deal with, really wish they could have survived. Wanted to see the smile on mama face when I go by my new Bugatti. As the enemy, they steady me, I be steadily be making the money. You have this new song that's come out. It's a collaboration with Ghanaian musician Fonye. It's called Hyperdrive. Yeah. How did how did this come out? And and tell me a little bit about about the the mood that you're creating there with that one. Um. Well, with Fonye, I met him. I don't know five six years ago. A friend of mine, Reggie Rockstone, another Ghanaian musician, introduced us. Um, he was like, I don't know, you guys, you have to do something together. I, I, I love both of you. You guys are really cool. I can hear you guys together. And um, and so we met and and kind of vibed, but never really did anything. And then uh, last year when I was in Ghana, he just connected like, hey, I have some beats and um, I hear you are here. Can we meet? And he sent me the beats and I was like, oh, this is fire. So um I really just went over to his studio and uh, with my friend Pasti, who's the third, the, the flutist or uh, flautist in the Senator Gadab squad. I was like, look, I'm going to the studio. Come on, let's just go and hang out and vibes, see what happens. And, um, and I ended up writing to four tracks we recorded there in a day wow. <laughs> while we were there and recorded some flutes and, um, it was just such a vibe and such a good energy and he also just had this i don't it was it just it was just flowing you know it's one and of those is times in, this is is in budapest and the the artists are down in accra no i was in ghana at the time so you were I went in over ghana to his yeah, and yeah, your yeah. your flautist was with he was, was in ghana too because we had a yeah nice. we had a show together and we, he was there for yeah we were hanging out there for the winter and um and yeah so just one of those um unfortunately quite rare <laughs> mm. um events where you actually just click with someone and go in and end up writing an album's worth of material in four or five hours and um Great. it's just such a nice energy he's got this um really just a good producer's ear he's i love the drill hip-hop vibe that he's bringing it's just a lot of raw energy and he's also a very quiet not very well-known artist Mm. Um, he doesn't perform live much. He's kind of low key and in, in his own space. Um, but still we just, we found such a nice connection that we're going to actually add up some few songs and, and make like a eight, 10 track album or something like that, because it's, there's just an energy there. These things want to come out. So yeah, who are we to argue? And so hyperdrive is really just, is just that kind of instant hyper energy i think it just captures the vibe that we had in that literally just a day in the studio you know and uh and i love that because i love it it's also like a nice affirmation of 
of being in the right place at the right time with the right mm. person. And um, the song is also just, it's, it's like, yeah, we're doing it. We are, we are on the track that we're supposed to be on. We are comets gliding through the, <laughs> the, the galaxy and it's, we are unstoppable because that's the energy that we felt. And I think that's also a really nice message to put out there for people because it's, it's nice to get that, you know, that, <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that kind of energy. Like, yeah. <laughs> are you do you tend to be somebody who who really is guided by intuition to make those type of choices about who it is that you're collaborating with and what projects to say yes or no to absolutely absolutely i rely a lot on my intuition like completely <laughs> i my my sense of smell my the hairs on the back of my neck the i don't know there's there's something you can if you i don't know i i like to think that i'm i i am tuned into what i don't know the universe wants of me when it comes in my way like you meet somebody and you're like hey there's there's something there sometimes it doesn't happen until years later but you remember the connection you remember the right. the energy and then and then you can pick up on it instantly when the time is right and uh, and sometimes it's like no, like you, you do make a few mistakes. Sometimes you do projects or waste your time or do things that you don't enjoy or whatever. But that's you know, it's it's the learning curve. Uh, but after a while, I think if you listen, you listen to your intu intuition, it can be a very very great help in in deciding what to do and what not to do in life. Because I don't know, there's no perfect way to to do i i i like my intuition it's it's been good so far do you do you attribute it to a particular source like is there something that you you come back to 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 draw on that i don't know i think it's also a, a it's 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 something that i've learned and sharpened along the way it's not it hmm. maybe it does have a source as well i like to think that i'm kind of connected to the cosmic oneness of the universe you know yeah. uh, but at the same time i think instinct is it's like a cutlass. You have to sharpen it. If you, the more you use it, the sharper it gets. The more you trust it, the more you know what to rely on when you are using it. You know, like you you have to use it to know. It's like a tool. You have yeah. to you have to use it. You have to care for it. You have to oil it. You have to sharpen it, and then and then you know what you have. I love that. about some of these some of these songs that you picked that you've been listening to that that lift your spirit at the moment tell me about pat thomas 
Uh, Pat Thomas is an older high life artist. He's the yeah. golden voice of Africa. Did you listen? Yeah. Grow up listening to him? Yep, definitely. And also in the recent years, um, um, the the producer that he's working with, keyboardist and producer, has also been in our in our circles, <laughs> and we've met the, him a, a a couple of times. And um, and really, this song in particular is that baseline. Hmm. Is that baseline? It tickles me. Like I hear it, I I'm like pull up, pull up, and I go back and I listen to it from the beginning again, and I listen to it like three or four times because it's it's just that it just kills me. I don't know. It, it, it just it tickles me and wants makes me want to laugh. And also the song is about Jai Su, like stop crying, stop crying, just you know trust, believe, stop crying, do it. Mm. Is that, that's what Jai, that's what the translation of Jai Su is. Jai Su, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I guess I like uplifting and empowering messages in music you said earlier that your your father was into soul music did he also listen to a lot of Ghanaian music in the house or was that mostly yeah, your mom? for sure no my dad too yeah yeah, yeah 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 for sure and in Ghana too like in on the radio and stuff radio has a even still now has a big hold on the musical content of the country and um and even way back then like we listened to a lot of radio and they played a plenty high life yeah yeah and yeah. and do you find that these uh, older generation of musicians are they are they also uh, continuing to have a life of of getting to travel, uh, getting to do festivals, that sort of thing? Well, we have seen like Ebo Taylor, J. Duble Ambule, Pat Thomas. These are these are um, gentlemen who are still actively making music, although they are you know they are they are up there in age. I mean. I think we are reaching the time we see now that a lot of the artists that you and I even probably listening to where are reaching the end of their lives, really like the, mm. some of the greats and the high life greats as well. It's like the last few uh, living legends of, of the seventies era are, are really soon passing out and passing on the baton. And so right. like, um, I, I really enjoy when I get to see any of them performing live. Like, I think it's, it's, it's epic and, and, and a must see and a must do, you know, like we all have to, um, you know, pay our dues to, to living legends like that by just being present and, and accepting their, the gift of their music. And, um, there are a few, but not, not many. And even like high life itself kind of, dwindled or maybe i wasn't paying much attention but i think in the in the late 80s early 90s it almost disappeared off the map you know and mm. then and then mm. it took a while before um even some of these older guys started to play live again and come back into the scene and kick it up and and i think the european festival culture also kind of revived a lot of live music um uh, of that generation which is a good thing
As a collective, is this uh, British jazz quintet, and you picked one of a uh, recent release by them, Ego Killer. Uh, yeah. Tell me about how this one's been feeding your spirit. This also has been a discovery from my Discovery Weekly um, Spotify playlist, which probably feeds me great music because I feed the algorithm with the hearts and the likes and the stuff of the, right. you know yeah. what I like. Two way um, street. Yeah, it's a two way street, and and it also just came up. And uh, I love I love live music sound. I love horn sections. I love brass. I love the incorporation of of these thick, beefy, juicy instrumentation. You know, and and I love that it, when it comes up in modern context, like you can hear the the modern recording. You can hear the 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 modern keys and the instruments that they use, but it's still got this thick juicy live band feel and um and that it, it also just soothes my soul it's it, it's it's kind of co it's comfort food for me when i have music with with horn sections and and nice riffs that you can you know like things that you can like come back in your head and you can doodle you know hum with it yeah, it's it's soul food it's complete soul food and uh i think it, it's so comforting for me because like I find um, I love very modern music, electronic music, drum and bass, and and all that. But the organic sound of instruments actually played, blown, handled, right? Like you, yeah. It feels like you feel like you people have passed their spirits through their instrument, and you can hear it in the music. Yeah. And uh, and and that's probably why that that soothes me so much because there's a lot of spirit in that kind of music. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. You know, I see you as someone who moves so effortlessly through so many different styles and cultures and places. Besides music, what what do you go to to, to feel a sense of like being centered or rejuvenated as a person? What are what are the, the things that you have in your life for that? Well, uh, for one thing, family, people, mm. grounding forces. Um, children i have two <laughs> uh they're definitely um you know anchors to the world and 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 just you know ground groundation <laughs> forces yeah. of of grounding and and connection to to the earth and and reasons for knowing your roots and spreading your your branches and all that so family very important people um the people that i'm surrounded with um are they i like to spend time with them you know conversing laughing doing nothing giggling getting high i don't know you know <laughs> um being with people is uh is yeah. and and not just like you know not i don't mean like a crowd i enjoy what i do and having a crowd but direct connection with people i it, it feeds my soul i love that and um awesome. and yeah doing this sitting by the water or but more i'm more of a forest kind of gal I, I will take a walk in a forest over a dip in the sea and um and i that that is one of my favorite things to do actually by myself like if you ask what i need to to rejuvenate my own self in my space i will i will take a i'll take a hike <laughs> yeah yeah well it looks like you're surrounded by pretty beautiful forests there too no yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And Hungary is good for that. There's a lot of green, there's a lot of nature, there's a lot of spaces to explore and there are no poisonous snakes basically and no scorpions. <laughs> so I really go and walk in the forest without worrying about any snakes coming up at me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, as yeah. we as we're coming to the end of our our conversation here, I I come back to the title of this series that we're doing. It's called Soul Ladder Music. And it comes from a line from the writings of the Baha'i faith that says that God has made music as a ladder for our souls. Mm. Um, and I'd love to hear, you know, what connects with you about that image of music being a ladder for our souls? Well, if it's a, a ladder connecting to higher self, to to God, to spirit, to to what we believe is above our understanding, then yes, music is, for me, music is a healer and and we heal so that we can go to the next level. We heal so that we can try the next thing. So it means that we're basically, you might see it as a ladder. I prefer the image of a spiral, uh, but it's the same yeah. function at the end yeah. of the day. Like you, yeah. you're going in circles, but you're going ever wider and ever higher yeah. and ever wider and ever higher and you're trying new things. And yeah. for me, absolutely, music is my therapy. Um, whether I write it or I listen to it, whether it is given me or I am giving it, it is most definitely a healer. And uh, in effect, I suppose it does take you higher or wider. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. I like that. I like that. Sana, this has been such a joy. Thank you so much for taking the time to to speak with me. And thank you for your great music. I look, look forward to, to hearing more in many years to come. Yeah, thank you too. I'm glad that we're having this conversation. Thanks for making the climb with me this week on Soul Ladder Music. You can learn more about Sena Dagadu's music on her Facebook and Instagram pages. Just search for S-E-N-A-D-A-G-A-D-U. I'll have all the songs in this episode in our show notes. And check out the Soul Ladder Music playlist on Spotify for the music from all our shows. You can find our entire Soul Ladder Music series on your podcast platform of choice. Thanks as always to Jeff Philosopher for providing our theme music. And keep tuning in to WOWD 94.3 FM, Tacoma Radio, for great music and programs seven days a week, streaming online at tacomaradio.org.